0: Live from Leaderville, Boom's Big Breakfast starts in 5,
1: 4, 3, 2, 1.
2: It's 7 o'clock on the dot this Friday. It's Boom Radio. It's Jev Marto waking you up. Bang all- on 7. We're doing all thanks to Oxford Yard. And Marto... It's raining today. It's absolutely. Certainly tense, is, mate. Down.
3: My socks can attest to that. I don't, Jeff. I'm not too. You know what I mean? When I start the day with a wet pair of socks,
2: it's just not a good day. It's, oh, it's not shaping up. But I've got the show. You know what I mean? Well, we're gonna brighten up your Friday here on Boom with a round of same, same, but different. We're gonna be talking about Disney movies and their actual names. Their actual names. Their actual names, their actual names like the they are descriptive names like oh. if they weren't called what they are oh, right. like that actual actual more like, names. like what that you know like yeah. little yeah 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 little bit dark sort of thing yeah okay okay and we're going to expect some classics the classics john collindy's going to fill in for jerry o'ryan in the week in review and uh Vegemite's getting its own dollar coin
3: and I think you had a bit of a Vegemite surprise, and we'll talk I, about that as well. I did have a Vegemite. I showed you a whole new world, didn't it's I?
2: It's a very, very Vegemite-esque week this yeah. week. We've talked about the woolly, uh, not the woolly, the Coles Vegemite-infused cook, and now we're talking about a Vegemite coin. Well, Jev, what's more what's more Aussie than Vegemite?
3: Oh, Jev and
2: Mato show? Jev and Mato show.
3: Specifically West Aussie.
2: Milo. Paul Hogan, oh, okay. Steve okay. Irwin. Okay, righto. The list. You can just round them off, really. <laughs> Corey from Show West. Corey from Show West. James Bingham <laughs> off Swagger. <laughs> it's Daywave, past life here at Boom. It's kicking you off here on Boom. Boom's Big Breakfast this Friday with Jeff Amato. It's TV on the radio with Woof Like Me here on Boom's Big Brekkie this Friday. With the Wild Ones, it's Jev. And Marto, and Mardo, we all know Disney movies. They're, they're classic. Mate, it's a staple in our house. Oh, what? Disney movies are just classic. You've got The Lion King, you got Beauty and the Beast. Every now and again,
3: we don't pay our subscription, and we try, and I'm saying we try. We try our darndest not to re-subscribe, but we always end up back on the Disney Plus. Uh, it's
2: it's just... A, it's an How addic- good is It's just addictive. So good. The, the movies that Disney put out, but... As we know there's classic Disney movies but there's actual titles Well there's to a few the
3: there's a few different like you know what I mean there's a few different like generations you know like Gen Y Gen Z <laughs> boomers Disney and that sort of stuff Like my generation grew up with like Bambi you know what I mean Well our parents did but or I sort of grew up with with that as when I was really little you know what I mean? And then I moved into like, you know what I mean? Cinderella and Snow White and all that sort of stuff. Mickey, Donald, all that stuff. You know, Scrooge McDuck, that yeah. sort of stuff. But my son, mm-hmm. yeah. he grew up with the Frozen's. No, no, sorry, not the frozen the Toy stays. Stories. Yeah, the Toy Stories and the, you know, the first few. The Pixar style Disney. Yes. And then... My, like, little nieces and nephews, they grew up with, like, the Frozen's And, and the
2: Zootopia. Uh, yes, the zoot How good is Zootopia?
3: Oh. Uh, it's a great movie. <laughs> well, don't start a howling. Don't start a howling. No,
2: but, so... <sighs> so good. Every so, every Disney movie, they have, like, an actual title. Yeah. Like, from the actual thing. So, yep. I'll give you an example. So, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Do you know what
3: Stockholm Syndrome is? Where you fall, Where someone kidnaps you and you fall in love with them.
2: It basically is Stockholm. <laughs> you fall in love with then your we've, captor. We've got the hunchback of not <laughs> Nice guy has finished last. Yeah, ugly nice guys finished way down the track. Uh, we've got uh, Aladdin. I think it's lying, stealing, will get you the girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> cars. Is it Doc Hollywood meets NASCAR? Yeah, okay.
3: That's not such a...
2: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Wally, propaganda for kids.
3: Yes. There
2: you go, getting them ready for AI. Yeah. Getting them ready for AI. Frozen. Despite what this poster may suggest, this is not about a snowman. Oh <laughs> Do you it's want not. to build a snowman? Monsters Inc. Monsters Unpaid inter- Internship.
3: Yeah, well, they do. They work They work them like little little monster dogs, do not they?
2: Monsters University. A movie about college with no booze.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: you know, it's a Disney movie. They're not going to um, have keggers, are
3: they?
2: No, no, imagine I mean? that in a Disney movie. Like sororities man. and keggers <laughs> and hazing. And, you know? Like <laughs> and we can't forget The Lion King. It's ha- Hamlet with animals, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my personal favourite... Um, uh, is Alice in Wonderland? The animators are so high right now.
3: Yes, through the looking glass they went. Oh, the Bambi
2: one just hurts oh, no. me. Bang! No, oh, <laughs> without a doubt, if you
3: do not cry in Bambi, you are yeah yeah you're a you're a, you're not you're not human. That's that's what like Wally Wally would not cry because he's AI. I
2: know Wally. Um, oh my goodness. And then there's Brave. Brave was the first movie without a Disney princess, (laughs) so it says no prince required. There was no prince. No prince. No. Um, So that the the
3: the Disney princess was the star. There was no need for a. There was no need for a prince. Uh,
2: Fantasia. You are so high right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Fantasia. Uh, Yes. Pocahontas. Have you you seen Fantasia? No. I've watched that in various states. Like you know, I mean, I had a bit of a, a bit of an interesting psychedelic childhood. And uh, or oh, teenage years, and um, that was all the rage to watch. Uh, yeah, but let's not go into that. Also, dance music and techno was huge in the nineties. Bit of doof uh, oh mate, bit of hardcore. Oh boy, <laughs> bit of so simple good. plans. Bit of simple um, mind, sorry. Bit of VIX vapor rub. Very very flashing light. Very very oh, la- very bright flashing light. That was the rave. And anything that was hundred and forty beats a minute and and faster.
2: All right. Well, do- last one. Probably- and a lot
3: of chipmunk sounds.
2: You can put make anything sound cool if you put a chip mark to it. All right, last one: Um, Pocahontas, the original avatar. Yeah, right. So, right. If you've got any like Disney movies that thinks like. how would I put this? The like the meaningful title instead of the yeah.
3: What would you call some of the classics? Yeah, exactly. even rewrite or rename some of the ones we've just mentioned.
2: Give us a call nine double four three double two three six
3: or text us on o double four eight seven six nine nine six four. Geez, I know it's going to be a good day when
2: you let me get out the text number. We're playing same team. Different next. Here's Vera Blue with Lighter Me here on Boom Lights. Ellie Golding on this gloomy Friday here on Boom and in Perth. It's Jeb and Mato waking you up here on Boom Street Breakfast. All thanks to Oxford Yard and Marta. We're playing a new round of same, same but different.
1: No, no. I mean, I mean, they're di- well, they're different. What do you mean? Different? No, I, you're different because you're better. How are they better? No, you're you're both better different in a different but better way
2: so same same but different yeah we we take i remember this one we take two songs with the same name i ask you then we put it on our instagram story at boom radio au and we see which which one's the best
3: exactly cuz who doesn't get their information via instagram polls you know what i mean
2: yeah, I know. It's pretty much... It's the way of the yeah. world now.
3: Yeah, it's totally admissible in a court of law.
2: So, uh, this week's theme, I've gone with the song Boyfriend. Boyfriend? Boyfriend. So, we've gone Boyfriend Ariana Grande and Boyfriend Dove Cameron. So, here's yes. Ar- Ariana's version. Hang on. This doesn't surprise.
0: You my boyfriend. Boyfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend.
2: No, it doesn't surprise you. It doesn't surprise me at all. And then we've got Boyfriend Dove Cameron. Be such a gentleman. All my so, which one are you leaning towards more? Mardo?
3: Well, I just want to just want to ask you a question. How come you didn't pick a Dean Lewis song and a Taylor Swift song, Jeff? Well, because you reckon they're basically the same person. They
2: are the same person. They
3: are not, Jeff. But we won't get into that. Right? Save that for another time. I'm just got to pull you up there. <laughs> I reckon the second one,
2: Dove Cameron's version. Yep. Dean Lewis and Taylor Swift. Hang on, no, let's not get... No, no, no. They don't they, have a song that with the same title, so I was going to do them, but they don't have it. But you said, like, conceptually they are the same. Mate, this is called same, it was same, the, but wo- different.
3: Uh, I'm just sorry, but the listeners have to know about this, Jeff. Oh it was probably the most... Oh, it's just a big statement, you know what I mean? It's like... Oh. It's so, like, yeah, words can't describe it really. Yeah, I don't, just have it. Yeah, I haven't got. You gotten just have to it. listen on Wednesday days ago, to find out. Yeah, a few days ago. Oh, so, you can check the podcast out if you like that.
2: That's so, up on
3: on Spotify.
2: Or Anchor, at, go vote on our. Uh, Boom Radio AU. <laughs> Go find on Boom Radio AU our Instagram story. Which is the better boyfriend, Ariana Grande <laughs> or
3: oh, Dove Cameron? Is, which is or which is the better boyfriend, <laughs> J Baldo? Let's get to the brass tacks
2: of it, eh? <laughs> Dallin's in next with headlines. Good morning, it's John Colindy for the news week in review. In local news, it has been revealed that the City of Fremantle have ditched public parking in Paddy Troy Mall as part of plans to pedestrianise the space parking and then leaving Freo feels like a scene out of The Great Escape. In national news, the Royal Australian Mint has revealed a limited edition $1 coin celebrating 100 years of a Vegemite. When pressed for comment, Milo asked where is our coin and the Mint said you're 12 years too early. In sport, after it came out on Monday that four men had been arrested for knowing who wins the Brownlow and one was an umpire, we found out the real reason the umpire was arrested, because he gave his votes not to a midfielder. And in entertainment news, ticket resellers are now selling Taylor Swift tickets for over $41,000. I think that's the cheapest tank of fuel you can get in Peppermint Grove these days. It's local artist San Cisco with On The Line here on Boom for Boom's Big Bre- Brecky. It's Jev and Mardo. We're doing this all thanks to Oxford Yard. And Mardo, next year, an Australian staple is celebrating 100 years. And to commemorate... the 100 ro- years? 100 years. Woo-hoo. The Royal Mint of Australia has created a new $1 coin for their anniversary. I speak of Vegemite. Vegemite. Nice. 1923 to 2023. We've we've talked about Vegemite a lot this week. Obviously, Coles have uh, infused one of their roast chooks with uh, Vegemite. What are you laughing at?
3: I'm just thinking of when we were kids at primary school, like how we used to switch around the Vegemite with a, a certain body part, a female body part. We can't say it on breakfast radio. <laughs> and now we used to do it with peanut butter
2: too. It was like the boy or the girl. It's really funny. Something would, might. Would something you, might. Would you ever like swap around at home the Vegemite for the Marmite? Just like. No.
3: No. No, don't say that again.
2: Do you reckon you get a nice? Don't even
3: talk about like, that stuff. Like again.
2: just get clipped around the ears. I just if wouldn't have
3: that. Everyone would get clipped. I I'd, I'd get out the clippers. Start clipping people
2: well clip clip we also had what
3: clippity clop they'd call me
2: Vegemite chocolate which was mm, okay then we like, had the Vegemite boost juice that was good
3: mate when I have my Vegemite in the morning I am like the cliggity clack man what have you never heard of cliggity clack man no I haven't. he washed his face with orange juice he washed it. have you never heard of that no I haven't oh. heard
2: of that yesterday I got to indulge Brushed his
3: teeth with a frying pan have you ever heard that? oh you're not a Wiggles man are you I am are you? I am. Are Who was high thing? five? That was our other mate, wasn't it? Anyway, let's not talk about it. Sorry. But
2: yesterday, uh, I, got, I got to indulge in my first ever Spegemite oh, and Bacon Sandwich. I took
3: you on a journey, didn't I? A culinary journey. My
2: taste buds took a journey, my friend. Yes.
3: There's a party in your mouth, Jeb, and the, everyone was
2: invited, weren't they? The saltiness and the saltiness, it just works. It did. I, like, I asked you the first time you ever had one, you were a bit like, what? Yeah, I was. I was a bit
3: like, oh, I don't know about this, but... No. My partner, bless her little cotton socks. It see with with um. It it holds a special place in my, my girlfriend's heart because her um her pop used to give it to her and her family when they would go out on the boat. He'd bring it all the way. He'd he'd travel all the way from Mandra and he'd he'd drive and meet them at like um. Oh, can't believe I can't remember. Like at Coogee, that's right. Sorry, Coogee, and he'd have little Vegemite sandwiches all wrapped up in foil. You got to have it in foil. That's the other part. Yeah, so it's really special to her, but it was really, really nice to me as well, you know. And I like, I like sharing in that memory, with, you know. I like things like that.
2: And now the the Australia, the Royal Australian Mint are getting in on the action by commemorating yeah. that, like the history of Vegemite, yeah, because mate. all it is is basically yeast extract.
3: Yeah, it is. Well, it's, it's just so much good vitamins in there. There's stuff you can't get unless you buy. Like you can spend a fortune buying Synovus tablets and things like that. But there's stuff that you can't get very many places, but you can get it in a spoonful of Vegemite.
2: Well, I do do have a sort of a gripe with Vegemite, with Americans trying Vegemite. That's my gripe. Oh, but yeah. the Americans... Don't worry about them. They're a different kettle of fish, the Americans.
3: They're not even a kettle. More like a bucket.
2: A bucket of fish, yeah, the Americans. An old bucket. Talons just a, in next with... Just crabs in a bucket, really, aren't they? Talons in, in next with the news... Live from Boom Studios, you're listening to Boom Speak Breakfast. Hour number two here on this gloomy Friday here in Perth. It's Jev and Marto waking you up on Boom Speak Breakfast. So a bit of light. Uh, for your Friday mornings. Yeah, a bit of light shining through those otherwise rainy, rainy clouds. Now, Marta, the thing we like to award every week is the Black Swan Award. We do. And we're going to be doing that in the West Aussie oh, of the week. We've got
3: a ripper today.
2: Absolute rip North West Aussie icon. We're also going to give an update on uh, our Movember. I don't know. You're, you're going pretty Have well. Have a look. Just
3: have a look, for hey, ya? Oy,
2: oy, we'll save it mate, for, for... I could I near on comb this. We'll save it for the Movember update. Alright. Uh, mate, Beyond Breakfast makes its return. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. And Vionetta, they've released a new flavour. Vionetta? The classic Australian Vionetta. Something a bit special when you're trying to impress. Here's Ash with OMV, uh, OMW here on Boom for your fr- for Boom big right, this Friday. for alright, Breakfast My socks Bit of a naughty throwback with Queen of the Stone Age. No one knows here on Boom for Fr- Friday's Boom's Big Breakfast with Jev and Marto. And Amato, the crown ballroom is booked. Anna Faraji he's playing. I speak of the West Aussie of the Week.
1: So 18-12, Subianko, 7-13, he's from The clock running, it's 15 and a half, but it's gone. Final turn now. You're stuck in right after them. The West is best.
2: I'm
0: Rove McManus. Save
2: buddy a month long. We've got the mind. We live our life three hours behind. We get bottles. This It's the West wild. Aussie of the week. Moondine Joe. Good fashion at Cal. Another sure week, is. another West Aussie of the week. That we like to celebrate the West Aussiness on this show. That's right. And Marta, you found an absolute crack in oh, this week. <laughs> absolute
3: Aussie icon. A national treasure, as it's as it's put. So Bainton Road, right, is a road in the in in Karratha, in the Pilbara, yeah. In the Pilbara, okay. yes. Yep. Up north, very, Up north, mate, and it's um it's prone to flooding, right? And do you know, and it's pretty rainy today. It do you is know what pretty I mean? rainy today. And I just happened across this absolute legend, right? So no one knows this guy's name, but every so often, especially when it floods, mind you, when it floods, mm. there's a man. He's known as the Bainton Flood Man, right? Bainton Flood Man. Guess what he does, Jeff?
2: What does he do?
3: Well, the Pilbara news has spotted him for several years, shirtless. So he's got no shirt on, just Very a pair
2: up. of stubby shorts. Very West Aussie. Well, that,
3: that's pretty much um, standard clobber up there. Stubby shorts, singlet if you must wear a shirt, but if, stubby, if you
2: want to go all fancy, singlet. yeah,
3: stubby shorts, a pair of double pluggers, you're on. You know what I mean? Nice little little Warwick cap of footies. You know what I mean?
2: Oh yeah, that. You know what I mean? The short, the short shorts, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's what right. You mean.
3: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't really say Warwick Capper, should I say? I should say Barry Cables, Little Barry Cables. Yeah, Little Barry yeah? Cables. All right. Um, anyway, this shirtless hero has a habit of holding a beer in one hand. Oh, We well, only need one hand for a beer, don't you? Holding a beer in you one hand. You need two hand. hands for a whopper, <laughs> Yeah, though. that's right. Well, the other hand can hold the whopper. The size of them these days, anyway. Um, and one hand standing knee-deep in water, waving motorists to safety on Carruthers Bainton Road, which is prone to flooding, like I said. And the man is a national treasure. And we here at the Jevon Mato show, Boom's Big brekkie on Friday, will like, not hear another word otherwise. We might as well give national the a national now. Might as well get it now. <laughs> There's make- been some big names, Jev. Anyway, that not is our West Aussie of the week, the Bainton Flood Man.
2: So he goes. Na- and
3: do you know what I love? He's anonymous. He doesn't want accolades, no. he just wants to help people in the rain. Good on him. What's more West Aussie than that? Oh,
2: I have no
3: idea. Maybe yeah. carrying your best mate across jagged rocks. reefy rocks when he's been bit by a shark. You know what?
2: he's got the West Aussie spirit, this man. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's, 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 you can see a definite thread, can't you? A common thread.
2: <laughs>
3: can you <laughs> see a common thread I here? See the common it's, thread. All, West Aussie spirit is about helping your mate.
2: That's what And being, wearing Barry that's Cable what shorts. Being a Sand Groper is all about. That's right. Uh the anonymous man, he goes into the running yep. to win the Sand Groper Medal. It's like the Sandover Medal, but better. Bigger. And he he's going to win this week's covered Black Swan Award. And as I said before, Crown Room Ballroom is booked and we have booked in the, the one, the only Arno Faraji to play. Of uh, the West Aussie of the Week awards or the Sand Grover Medal, if you will. So, polish
3: up them double pluggers, Bainton. Bainton, man, because I'm thinking, I'm tipping you for the win. You're on your
2: way to crown, mate. It's DNM here on boot. <laughs> it's Jeb and Marto. Wake you up this Friday. We're doing this all thanks to Oxford Yard. And if you're a loyal listener of this show, you would know that. Marta and I, we're in a, not an intense battle with uh, Oz and Liam for Movember Pride, but um, we're, well, the, we're doing Movember.
3: I hate to break it to the listeners, right?
2: But actually, no, I'm going to put it out there.
3: I want I want you to text in on O 769 and let us know if you think it is fair play to keep the beard you've got. For Movember, that you've been growing for, I don't know, how long has Oz had that beard for? Months. Born with it, I reckon. Anyway, he came out with that beard. Anyway, he came out of the womb with it. So I reckon doing it like we did it. We shaved, didn't we? We shaved. Both of us did. Yep. shave. Baby's bum, shave. Or, we were smooth, you, Jeb. You smooth. Think about it.
2: Only Liam shaved his moustache.
3: That's why, not only do they call us the wild ones in the around the office here, they also call us... There goes those smooth operators, Jev and Mato. So Smooth operators. It's
2: basically t- 2v1. So it's basically the two versus half a team at yeah, this point. Yeah, that's right. And we've only raised $17 so far. So yeah, but, you know. We're going to put that on our socials, yeah. Boom Radio AU. Make yeah. sure you donate for a good cause. We're doing Movember. But we're going to talk about us too. Your moustache is looking fine it's, at the moment. It's
3: coming in, isn't it?
2: It's coming in. My well, count- girlfriend's just
3: gotten used to it. She quite likes it. The, the little soldier. little soldier. Yeah. I'm and not a little soldier now. I'm like a bit of a, bit of a, uh, a lieutenant.
2: A little bit of a stuffed bit muffin. A bit of a lieutenant. A, a stud muffin, aren't you, with that, oh, Moe?
3: You reckon? A little bit. I don't know. I thought of catch myself in the mirror every now and again. You're like,
2: who's this Who handsome is that devil? Guy?
3: Who's that tall drink of yum?
2: <laughs> and then there's mine. That's not so tall. <laughs> What's yours? And then there's mine, mo.
3: Hang on, just turn
2: so the light catches it. <laughs> ah there it is it's well, it sort is. of coming in but is. I grow more like yeah, you've got more of a beard yeah you've got a lot it, more it chin fluff might I on. add it's more of a patchy sort of thing yeah, going a, it's on it's a here. bit wiry <laughs> but it's taken me 18 days and started <laughs> my mo started to come in well if you notice mine's kind
3: of like quite quite dark here and it then it, it's lighter out there yeah it doesn't do well for me when I've yeah i got to get compared to People have you ever had a went mo- down in history? It's been a bit of a bit bad. <laughs>
2: like if they were a bit bad, just
3: because that middle bit's a bit dark. Anyway, yeah. we won't talk about that, that. Look what happened to Kanye.
2: Have you ever had a mow before? What? I'm asking. Have you ever had a mow before? No, not
3: really. Only by accident. I've never. No, I've never been into mows. I always think people with mustaches have something to hide, like a Very dodgy true. dodgy upper lip.
2: Yeah.
3: Even people with beards. It's kind of like they're trying to.
2: To hide, compensate for something.
3: Like look at the lead singer. Look at sorry. Look at the drummer from Stacked Rabbit. Sorry, bassist, drummer. I don't know what a rhythm guitarist. Michael.
2: He's got, he's got a good beat going on. Yeah, but
3: he's got a lot to hide, isn't he?
2: Does he uh, hides it with his long hair? He as does. Well. Does he does look? He does look. If you want fresh. to go check out that podcast, go yes. check it out at, on uh, Spotify. Yeah. We uh, interviewed uh, Stack Rabbit yes. twice before yes. they played at WAMFest on the fifth of November. Yep. So go check that out. And uh it will be on our socials, Boom Radio AU UK and with the link, please donate to our mobile yeah. page. We've only don uh, raised seventeen dollars so far. Yeah, show
3: us some love. Help us take it out. Take and out the title. What do
2: you reckon's a fair amount? At least hundred or seventy five dollars?
3: What per person?
2: Not per person, for <laughs> for the month. Just
3: whatever you can spare, a dollar or two? No,
2: like overall, What Instead do you of
3: giving it to fair? that guy down at the back of RGA,
2: give it to us. Give it to us. Give it to
3: us. Here at Boom Radio. Not just noise.
2: Diamonds in the dark, Liam Gallagher here on Boom. It's Jevamato waking you up. We're doing this all thanks to Oxford Yard. So, Marto, we were reading in Perth now last night that a famous Rockingham eatery is opening a store in Frio. Marto, that's your neck of the woods, mate.
3: Yeah, mate. Ostro. Ostro is a delicious eatery. Mate, it's great, great service, good prices, good vibe. Do you know what they're doing? They're opening up uh, like another shop. They're opening up an Italian restaurant in Frio.
2: Mate, that's a bit obvious for an Italian. another Italian restaurant in Frio. Yeah. But what about if it went to the obvious squad? What do they what about if they did an investigation?
3: What what would they have to say about it?
2: This is what they would have to say about it. <laughs>
3: listener discretion is advised. Obvious Squad is filmed on location with the men and women of Obvious enforcement. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty by way of Instagram poll. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Working in the Obvious unit, I don't get out the office much. Not most days. You know, this area here in Rockingham has been hit pretty hard with exaggeration crimes. But being able to come out and do some proactivity is definitely beneficial and something I really, really like to get out and do when I can. Most days, I only see the devastation, sarcasm, and obviousness has had on the community. 1019, that's obviousness. That's outright obviousness, obviousness with intent. So for public safety in my unmarked car, I'm going to execute an arrest warrant on the owners of Ostro Eatery. Any stereotypes, for that matter, that's within that eatery. We have reason to believe they want to open an Italian restaurant in Fremantle. Can you believe it? An Italian restaurant in (laughs) Frio. We've got to send a message. Send a message to people out there that this will not be tolerated. And hopefully... Once we do that, a few kids, if we're lucky, will grow up to think outside the box. For your own safety, I'm going to have to get you to stop filming. This could get rough.
2: The obvious squad, ladies. And the gentlemen. obvious
3: boys. I think they might. The obvious squad. I think they might be back. Them boys do a good job, eh? They've they've cleaned up this state of sarcasm and obviousness by the sound we of it. We don't
2: need another Italian restaurant in Frio.
3: No, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Be like opening up a you know like a, a faux restaurant in Winthrop. Do you know what I mean? It's just obvious, <laughs> isn't it? Or or a surf shop in Dunsborough Yeah. Like do you know what I mean? Like think outside the box. Come
2: on. It's local artists washing line economy with their song Kellogg's here on Boom for Boom's Big Breakfast this Friday with Jeva Amato. And it seems this week we're talking about a lozzy lot of Aussie staples. We've already talked about Vegemite and on Wednesday we talked about the Vegemite roast chook from Coles. And now we're talking about Vianetta ice cream.
3: Oh, we are. A little bit fancy. Little well, mate, in the 80s, that was like, or well, the late 80s, it would have been, I'm think, actually it might have been 90 I'm thinking early 90s, sorry, when apricot chicken was a thing. You don't even know what that is, do you?
2: Well, I have pineapple chicken, so... Yeah, but
3: apricot chicken was the dish. Anyway, forget about that. Vianetta ice cream... Was, was the go-to. Was the go-to, yeah. It was pretty special. We had it once once a week, I think.
2: So it was like it was like an ice cream to impress when you're not trying to impress. So it's like Cadbury's favourites.
3: No, it's more than that. It was bigger than that. It was more to impress. It was a lot more expensive and a lot bigger deal back in the day.
2: And now... And
3: now I was a lot getting, littler. I was a lot smaller. Cheap, I was a tiny little mado.
2: When when you had Viennetta ice cream,
3: it was a tiny matter. You know when I went to when I went to year eight and I went to high school, hmm. I looked at the year twelves like they were men. Yeah, I know. like so they were I. absolute men. And then I got to year twelve and I was still a boy.
2: Yeah, same. But the reason we bring up Viennetta ice cream is because they've got a new flavour coming out. Yep. Birthday cake. Oh, look out! Well, we know Viennetta ice cream is just your chocolate bits and vanilla, vin- yeah. vanilla ice cream, and it's great. I love it. Yeah. How are they going to make it birthday cake flavor? Is it adding hundreds of thousands to it? Yeah, how, how does that work? what are they
3: going to do? I mean, you can just stick a couple of candles in the top. Maybe they're going to, oh, I don't know, actually. You'd have to have special candles because you know it's a bit funky on the top. It's like a. Oh, cri- it's,
2: a it's, it's, got it's got a like crispy groove. kind of
3: thing. Yeah, it's those grooves. It's got the crispy bits. Yeah. You I don't st- know. You when doing? was the last time you had it?
2: Uh, we have viennetta ice cream where, whenever my aunties come over from like um, the eastern states. Yeah, that's for dessert. It's
3: so funny you should say because my my girlfriend's um, uncle came over from Queensland, from Brisbane, and he he went and got it. A couple of viennettas, boom. It's good old uncle the Aussie, Johnny.
2: Aussie staple when you're trying to like have a fancy dessert, but yeah. but fancy but basic.
3: Yeah, fancy but like just good wholesome family family fancy. If that makes sense, family fancy.
2: Vienna like ice cream that. you can't go wrong with it
3: yeah Tal- sometimes we even use bowls nah I'm only kidding of course you got to put it in a bowl
2: or do you put it on a plate have you uh,
3: did you ever remember you used to get it I used to remember I used to sneak out and grab what was left if there was ever any left and I'd just eat it straight out of the little placky tray that it came with
2: oh yeah that that tray yeah that... and
3: then just hide all the remains <laughs> I'd have, I'd do that quite a lot actually I used to hide it all I used to hide it
2: I love talking Viennetta with you but Talon's in next with the news mate
1: Live from
2: Boom Studios, you're listening to Boom's Big Breakfast. Yes, final hour here on Boom's Big Breakfast this Friday with Jev and Mato. Marto, uh, Marto we're, we're locked in an intense acapella battle with Jazz and Bryce, but they've overcome their, uh, their fighting of a custody battle over their pet fish. They are... Uh, they, they got a couple of weeks ago, so we'll be talking about that. We're going to pick a song for it. We're going to be joined by two-time author Stephen Teerley. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it as well. I want to know what what an author, it, it takes to be an author, and our mate Gaz, he's going to... say
3: you've got to be out of spell first.
2: <laughs> our mate <laughs> Gaz... Uh, Sorry, Jeff. Our mate, Gaz from the Friday knockoff. He'll be joining us a bit later on. Oh, don't worry. Stephen knows that I can't spell to save my own life. That's all right. Grif- That's what spell checks for. Exactly. Here's Olivia O'Brien and Griffin with caught up. Here on Boom. The Naughty's throwback with Miss Jackson and Outcast here on Boom's Big Brekkie this Friday with Jev and Marto. And Marto, as you know, we're locked into <laughs> a mean acapella um, yeah. off with Jazz and Bryza. It's going to get nasty, do you obviously, reckon? Obviously from your Friday drive home as well. They're, they've had some custody issues over the past few Well Yeah,
3: their head's not been in the game, that's for sure.
2: No, they, they had... Uh, whispers where they had some fishes lying around. They yep. bought some fishes and they couldn't decide who would, some would take them. They bought some fish. It's fish, the collect- plural. The collective noun for fishes. <laughs>
3: it's not fishes, it's fish. Isn't it? A- yeah, a school, a school. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they
2: had, they had a mean custody battle. <laughs> yeah. And they lost focus, but now they're on track. We've yep. paid off the judge, so we're probably going to win. Yes. But we need to decide what song we're going to sing.
3: I reckon we just go straight for the classic. Like, I'm thinking a duo, like a, do you want to build a snowman? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? We could get costumes.
2: Oh, we could. I really do, want you, to... do you want to be Elsa or, uh, or Anna?
3: Obviously going to be Anna.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll be Elsa or Olaf.
3: <laughs> yeah, I knew you wanted to be Olaf.
2: I'll be Olaf. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you know what? I've just got to go straight <laughs> to the <laughs> source's <laughs> mouth and yeah. get all the frozen information I can. I'm going to ask my six-year-old cousin.
3: Nice. Nice. And, is and she a Disney princess?
2: She is a Disney princess. Excellent. And, you can't go wrong. And our good friend, Holly, she's seen Frozen the musical as she well. She has.
3: And she was in a high-five mosh.
2: <laughs> she was in a high-five She was right, in a high-five right. mosh. Again, what five-year-old concert has a mosh?
3: Exactly. I. What, I what do you no reckon idea. the security look like at a, at a, at a high-five concert?
2: I have no idea. Yeah. I, d- I really don't want to think about
3: it. Do you reckon it's just a few of the kids' older brothers?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but um, I... Uh, Thought we, I was thinking more like you know the song Magic by Bob, but I like Magic your, by Bob. What's yeah, that one? A song. Oh, I've got the magic in me. Oh, okay.
3: You were gonna go straight from Pitch Perfect, weren't you? Yeah, I was. But yeah, I like no, your idea. Mate, let's think outside the box. You don't want the obvious squad to get onto oh, us.
2: Yeah, we don't want the obvious squad. We can. Uh, I reckon we can dress up as Anna and Elsa. We have got to go the full hog. If oh we're going yeah,
3: hundred percent. And we're
2: gonna win anyway.
3: Are we gonna have some kind of magical frozen ice powers? Oh, well. No, let's not think too far. Let's just get the song. Do you
2: remember our guest from last week, Chris? He's an engineer. Maybe he can create something for us. A bit of ice powers. Imagine that. Yes. That would be absolutely elite. I know you don't like the word elite, (laughs) but I'm saying the word elite.
3: Text in anyway on 0448 769 964 and let us know if you reckon Frozen do you want to build a snowman is for us. I think it is. Because we can't really sing that one. You know, the one where it's like, I've always been the good girl. You know that one?
2: Yeah, Let it go.
3: We can't, no, we can't do that one.
2: No, nah, I like it. Do you yeah. want to build a snowman? Yes. But we'll at it. It's ballroom dancer, it's ballroom. Axe in the Ivy here on Boom. It's intimidated Katandra here on Boom for Boom's Big Brekkie this Friday. Not long left now. But Marto, we've been boined, no, boined, joined in Boing. the, Boing. In, in the <laughs> studio by a two-time author yes something a he's little published bit two different books. he's uh published uh tale of mart's torchbearer and his new book tale of mart faithlessness i speak of the one the only stephen tealy how you going
1: mate yeah good to be here gents thanks for having
2: me
3: very excited very excited i just found out some little a little bit of info just then big lord big jr Tolkien fan
1: absolutely oh
3: mate that's that's my bag right
1: there
2: now first off mate congratulations on the new book uh Can you tell us a little bit about the series and the new book itself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the series follows as two main characters, uh, Eli and Kira. Eli is a monk and a hunter and a scholar. And Kira is a rebel without a cause. Uh, Both of them are trapped in some sort of a system that they need to break free of. And they have destinies that they cannot avoid no matter Ah, how hard they try. It is written. It shall be done. It shall be done.
3: Yes. I love it. I love it. So... Who was your biggest influence on, in like, in writing in terms of other authors? Like, we just talked about Tolkien. I mean,
1: who else? Honestly, so Tolkien definitely. I read Lord of the Rings when I was in about thirteen or so. Yes, who uh, did? But I grew up on John Flanagan's Ranger's Apprentice. Oh, okay. Uh, and that really, really inspired me. Yep. I loved, uh, and that was actually where I fell in love with archery, with medieval combat. Yeah. And I've been writing fantasy ever since I started reading that series. It's cool. been amazing.
2: Now, Stephen, Marto and I are no authors, but tell us a little bit about the process of getting your book
1: published. Sure. Uh, so I actually self-published. You've got two different options. When you've got publishing, you could do uh, traditional publishing or self-publishing. Uh, self-publishing is actually pretty straightforward. You can simply you know, whack your book up on Amazon. Uh, the difficulty is that you then have to do the marketing, the editing yourself. So I reached out to an editor, uh, Belinda Pollard. She's based in Queensland uh, with Small Blue Dog Publishing. And she's edited both of my books. She's edited both Torchbearer and Faithless. And from then, it's been a process of uh, working with the uh, essentially the sales uh, Spark, which is one of the publishers, as well as Amazon. And uh, both of those, it's going to live, and it's going to publish on December first. Very excited.
3: You mentioned Amazon there. I'm glad you did because that segues into a wonderful question I have. What did you think about the Rings of Power
1: that's just that first season? Look, you might hate me for this. I actually haven't seen it yet. I've Ooh, been waiting. Well, I'm
3: just here to tell you as a fan and like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've gone very, very deep into like the oh, scenario yeah, yeah. all that, you know, prehistory I oh, made. Oh, and it is really, really good. I okay. just want to tell you that. So
1: I recommend it but being a fan,
3: I recommend it. It is
1: up on my list for some I watching yeah, tell it, you.
3: it's out. a very binge-worthy, binge-worthy uh, series. But what I was going to say was like how did the uh, sorry, when you, when did you start writing the first book and how long did it take to write like sure. what was your process? Did yes. you sort of start at the
1: end like the conclusion then work back or So I actually started I wrote the first book uh well like the first draft in 2018 uh, back when I was uh, studying in high school. And then I wrote the first little bit about you know the first ten chapters or so. Yeah. Left it for a little bit because I had to study. Came back and realized it was a completely different book. I then wrote the rest of the book, fig- like without the end in mind. So I, I wrote that part and then went back and changed it, the ah. beginning part, and then wrote the whole thing again and again and again, and the cycle continued from there.
3: Because I've always wondered that because we have a process here in, in in radio where we do a lot of we work backwards. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's great to know where you're going. But yeah, I've often wondered that, like, because you, you'd want to keep it a bit fluid, wouldn't you? Cause oh, in absolutely. Because you don't know what's going to go. Yeah, you could get this bang, this idea comes. Yeah, so I'll, yeah.
1: when I write, I'll like have a plan. I vaguely know what I want to happen in the book, but if I start writing and something interesting pops up, just go for it. Keep writing it and see where it goes.
2: So, Stephen, how did you come up with the original idea for the series?
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was probably heavily based off some of the books I was reading at the time, the Throne of Glass series uh, by Sarah J Maas. And then from then on, it changed significantly. So it was originally, you know, this evil empire that had taken control of the entire territory, except for a couple people. And then it flipped and went, OK, so let's change it up. What if it's not a kingdom? What if it's actually the religion that's gone a little bit berserk? Uh, I'm a person of faith and playing into the idea of uh, what happens when church and state basically go to war. And that's where it continues Church from there. Church and state yeah. at war. It, that is the question. Isn't that is it? literally the question. It's li- yeah, it has
3: a Yeah, awesome. It's like great when art imitates life, and 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 um, vice versa as well. So, is there a certain place where you, where you have to write? Like, where do you where do you write? Where's your Where's your temple?
1: Uh, my temple, honestly, at home. The study is a good spot. Uh, otherwise, just take my laptop wherever. I've done some yeah. writing in the park. Uh, if I get on a balcony, just have out nice vista. Uh, if I, I might sometimes go for a walk or for a hike and just take my notebook and yep. do, some, do some writing in there and yeah. put it back on later. That's just, always good fun.
3: Just go old school when you have it. Oh, yeah. boom, 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 Have you got millions of pads all over the joint? Yes, and yeah. most of them
1: empty because I never actually use them. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, we have a collection. Writers build up a collection of uh, of pads all the time, and then yep. they just never use them. Yeah. So that's really cool dark secret of ours (laughs) so
2: are there any plans to write another book and keep the series going
1: absolutely uh tales of the marked uh, the third book which i'm tentatively calling riff singer although that's very much subject to change uh that is in the works at the moment hoping to publish that in a few years time and i'm also working on another series which i'm tentatively calling stormblood
3: Stormblood. I like it. So, mate, apart from the beard, you seem like a pretty young <laughs> young and upcoming author. How does it feel to have two books already under your belt?
1: It feels insane. Uh, it, it's very, very surreal. I published the first one back in 2020, just when COVID wow. was starting to hit. And since then, it's like, wow, okay, I'm actually an author. The imposter syndrome is real. Yeah.
3: <laughs> did um, yeah, it, it is for everyone. I think that's everyone's. It, I definitely know a lot of people that feel exactly the same way. Like even just right now, I feel like someone's going to come in here and go, hey, excuse me, everyone. Stop. He's got to get out. How do you get in here? Yeah. How do you get
1: in here? Come on.
3: Come on. But um, so like, are your books available in stores or where can we buy them from?
1: So you can get them online at Amazon uh, is the, ma- the main distributor. Uh, you can get those on ebook or on paperback. And uh, so Tales of the Marked Faithless, the pre-order is available now. And if you purchase that, that'll be delivered to your devices on December 1st uh, or posted to you if you choose the paperback option.
2: Now, final question, Stephen. Where can we find you on socials?
1: Okay, so you can get me on Instagram at srtille, t h uh, i e l e, And on Facebook, just search up Stephen Teely Author. My website is riftsingerpress.com.
3: Excellent. And we'll have all that on our socials as well. We'll have that on the Jeff and Marto on Boom Radio AU. You guys will have a link there.
2: Well, Stephen, thank you for joining us and a big congratulation on the new books. It's Tale of the Mart Ta- Tales of the Mart, Faithless. It's coming out on December first, so go check it out.
3: Thanks, mate. Thank you both. Local
2: artists scatter back here on Boom for Boom Breakfast this Friday. And unfortunately, Marto It's time for you and I to go. But we can't say goodbye yet without saying hello to our good friend Gaz from the Friday knockoff. What's he up to now? Who knows? Mate, I'm not happy, eh?
0: I'm not happy, mate. So you know it's raining, right? Yeah, I know it's raining. You know it's raining, don't you? Yeah. Well, Gaz usually has a day off when it's raining. Gaz is first out the gate, as you know. They call him Gaz the gate. That's me nickname. Anyway. I was I was gearing up for a for a bloody six day weekend, mate. Six maybe you know what I mean? I was gearing up for this Tuesday night. And the boss has stitched me up, he's got me doing an induction, Jeff. Got me doing an induction you hear these kids. I'm at this high school doing this induction.
2: Unless you're indoors, mate. What? Unless you're indoors.
0: I can't even hear you from these kids. Keep it down, will you? Jesus, Keep it down. No, Jesus. It's not like I've had to just tell them. They, they, uh, it's not like that on site. You know what I mean? They listen, Kids listen to Gaz on site. Well, apprentices do. Otherwise, they end up in the portaloo taped up.
2: What's happening this week, mate?
0: Sorry, mate. That's right. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, Friday knockoff. Wednesday. Do you know what I'm here doing an induction for? What? I'm learning how to... And it's not even COVID anymore. I'm learning. It's taken three days to teach us how to put a mask on. Jeez. Correct procedure to put a mask on. Anyway, 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 anyway. Friday knockoff, mate. I'm going home. I'm going to grab Linda and I'm going to cuddle her. Cuddle her like she's never been cuddled before. And I'm going to get up early on Saturday and I'm going to head to the Babylon Cafe, Jeff. It's a lovely little spot. 656 Newcastle Street, right? It's in Leederville, Mate, it's lovely. I like a leadable spot. You know me. Anyway, the Babylon, mate. Oh, it's bloody good, eh? It looks great.
2: Going back to the cafe, mate. What are you? What are you gonna have?
0: I'm gonna have a bagel. I'm gonna have a bagel. They got these dirty cult bagels. They're, they're, they're delicious. Yeah, they got all the trimmings, mate. All the trimmings. You know like the American ones, the American bagels, and they got all the all the
2: Americana in it. Yeah, I do know that one. So you're gonna have a bagel. What's Linda gonna have?
0: I don't know. Some vegan option. I don't know. You know, she just it, it, it was tasteless. It's tasteless, she'll get it, you know what I mean? Maybe she'll have a juice, I don't know if it's if it hasn't you know if it hasn't harmed any animals.
2: Well Gaz, thank you for joining me on the Friday knockoff this week. Mate, it's always
0: a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. How these and these kids. Get?
2: Well, you sound anyway, you take terrible. care, mate. I
0: gotta go I gotta go, I gotta go. I'll talk to you All next right. week, mate. Oi, you kids, keep it down.
2: Big <laughs> thank you to Gaz for joining us as he does every Jeez. Friday. For the Friday night. The boss off. stitched him up hard
3: there, didn't Did he? stitch him up. Wow. Three days to put a mask on.
2: Jesus they Christ. Like, they like
3: procedure, them, them mines fellas. Them, yeah, them work construction sites. workers. Yeah, I know. They sound a bit rough. They do sound they'd a bit eat rough us. around they'd, the eat, they'd eat us alive, Jeff. They'd, they'd eat, eat us alive. They just
2: need to listen to Jeff Amato on a Friday for breakfast. Do you I'll reckon
3: Gaz eats noodles out of bucket?
2: Oh, sounds like something he would do. yeah. yeah. But, um also mate we've got to go but uh, before we go big thank you to author Stephen Tearley for joining us
3: big thank you to Steve thanks mate
2: big thank you for joining us his new book Tale of the Mart Faithless it's coming December 1st uh, he's also got one other book it released in 2020 Tale of Mart Torchbearer yes but mate we're done for another Booms Big Breakfast for your Friday we'll be back same time same place next week and we'll see you then
3: see you then guys see you then
0: And that's the end of Boom's Big Breakfast. No! If you missed something, go check it out on our socials at Boom Radio AU. Stick around for the workday to make your day fly away.